What is up, everybody? It is Zach from at Premier Soccer Investing coming at you with yet another Slap Socks FC YouTube video. Let's get into it. What a week it's been for the U.S. men's national team. Defeating Mexico in uh, the first ever Nations League final behind a over extra time penalty kick goal from uh, Christian Pulisic and then a save from the backup goalkeeper Ethan Horvath cementing his status as a national hero leading to the images you see here. This golden generation of the U.S. men's national team with their first ever trophy lift and it has led to Many uh, U.S. fans, including me, thinking that this is the first of what will hopefully be many trophy lifts with them in this shirt and has created a lot of optimism for the future of U.S. men's national team players. And in large part, due to these two guys, you've Pulisic with the game-winning goal and Weston McKenney, who was probably the man of the match, in that game with his dominance on corners, his defensive work rate, his ability to influence the attack too. The future has never looked brighter for the U.S. men's national team. And these are still, as you can see by the pop counts, very undergraded sets that really don't won't need too much demand uh, to really see prices go up a lot because of how low the supply is. So I think the U.S., over the next year or two leading up to the World Cup, U.S. players, I think still there will be some very good buying opportunities for them. Though I would wait for the market to cool off a little bit on them because there's the hype after just winning the trophy. But, like, you come back to U.S. players in a month or two when everyone's completely focused on the Euros, the Olympics, everything else, no one's thinking about U.S. men's soccer. I think that'll be the time to really start gearing up for World Cup qualifying and then for the World Cup in 2022 then the u.s capped off the week with a dominant 4-0 win against costa rica further asserting their status as the team to beat in Concacaf at the moment good performances from wea and aronson and the rest of the team too especially since mexico was only able to tie the same costa rica team 0-0 so it was a good week for the u.s men's national team to say the least Another big thing that happened this week is Topps Chrome Champions League finally released. And I have to say, checklist-wise, Topps did a fantastic job. Every main rookie that I wanted to be in there was able to get in. As you can see, Doku, Trincao, Jones, Camavinga, Mukoko, De La Fuente, Asina Traore, Pedri, Gilmore, Bellingham, Camelo, Musiala, Anthony, Gravenberch, and Adiemi all made it in. This is a product heavy on rookies, and it's a deep and talented class. So that's why I think, and I put my money where my mouth is on this, buying wax of this product, I have a sealed case, and holding it for a year, two years, six months, I think you will do very well on because what drives wax products is the quality of the rookie class, and this box is loaded with huge, huge rookies. And it's helped by Musiala not getting a, a Bundesliga Chrome rookie. So this is his only main top 
Chrome rookie release, which is big. Grabbing Birch too. Just a loaded class. Camavinga. I think in buying singles of players and grading too. Once PSA opens up or even going to like an SGC, you will do well on also. But I just I love this product and I think you really can't go wrong buying wax and holding the wax of this product at the moment. The Euros, this is being recorded on Sunday, June 13th. The Euro started on Friday, June 11th. There really are a group of eight teams that people consider have the best shot of winning, and then it's the rest of it's the field. But like the eight favorites are England, led by Harry Kane, France, led by Mbappe, Belgium, led by Lukaku, you have Germany with Werner, Havertz, and others, and then Portugal, led of course by Cristiano. Italy, I mean, Chiesa is not the main man there, um, but they looked very good in their game, which I will get to. The late then Netherlands feel they have a good shot too, and then Alvaro Morata and Spain don't want to be counted out either. There's this is a really deep stable of contenders, and it should be a really in, entertaining uh, tournament as it goes forward in it. And yeah, first game. Of the Euros, Italy, people were saying Turkey it was a dark horse team that had a chance to really do some damage because they had put in some really good World Cup qualifying performances. But Italy, especially in the second half, were dominant. Their passing was really crisp. They had great movement off the ball. Yeah, they look like the real deal as they beat Turkey 3-0. Saturday round of games, you had Wales, Switzerland, 1-1 draw over there. Uh, and then, of course, we all know what happened in the, the Finland-Denmark game. One of probably the scariest thing I've ever seen watching a football match in my life. Christian Eriksen, as we all know, went down, sudden cardiac arrest. And he was within inches of death, but it was in the actions of many people saved him, including the Denmark captain, Simon Kayer, he stopped him from swallowing his tongue and then built a wall with the other Denmark players to stop the broadcasters from filming him and was consoling Erickson's wife on the field too. Shout out to uh, respect to Anthony Taylor, the referee, for getting the medics on the field as quick as they did. And then the medical personnel did an absolutely amazing job to save his life. And it was scary for every football fan, but it personally was really scary for me because I'm a, I'm a Tottenham fan. Christian Eriksen is a Spurs legend. I have so many good memories watching him play that number 23 shirt. And yeah, I'm, it's just a huge relief to the whole world that it's looking like he's going to pull through. He's stable condition in the hospital. He's been speaking to his teammates and the result of this game is secondary, but they ended up resuming the match and Finland scored their first goal in an international tournament, their first win in an international tournament. But, yeah, the real win is that Eriksson is okay. Then later that day, you had Eriksson's uh, Inter Milan teammate, Romelu Lukaku, put in yet another dominant performance for Belgium, scored a brace, was dangerous throughout. His hold-up play was magnificent. His link-up play was very creative. 
And yeah, Belgium look really, really good too. And they don't even have De Bruyne in this team yet. So watch out for them if Lukaku is going to continue to play the way he did in this game against Russia. And then Austria and North Macedonia, first major tournament for North Macedonia. Didn't get the result they wanted at the start. Austria is pretty good today. They have a pretty strong team, actually. They might do some damage, so keep an eye out for them. And then the game of the tournament so in this young tournament so far is this Netherlands-Ukraine game where, as you can see, Netherlands had a 2-0 lead in the second half. Ukraine stormed back with two goals in four minutes to tie it at 2-2, and the Netherlands gets a late winner, win at 3-2. Huge result for them. Ukraine is by no stretch of the imagination an easy team to play against, but Netherlands got the result. And then... England played Croatia, and I personally was very confused on why Sterling was in the starting 11. I have to say he did have a good game. However, I still think the likes of Grealish, who didn't see the field, unfortunately, or Sancho, who didn't even make the bench, or even Marcus Rashford should all be playing ahead of him based on just their forms over the course of the season. But, I mean, good result for England beating – uh the World Cup finalist and the team who knocked them out in the World Cup semifinal 2018. 1-0 result. I think as the tournament goes on and these England players play with each other more and more, and I think they'll start to open up and get more attacking as they realize their defense is strong enough to hang. I think the results and performances will improve, and we're going to start to see what we're looking for. A lot of, a lot of people who are – have money invested in England players are looking for out of this team. Yeah. And then the other big thing in the soccer card world this week is major golden auctions uh, started on the 10th with one of the cards. You have the Topps Chrome Bundesliga Super Refractor Auto, Rookie Auto, one of one. Holland in a 9-5-10 grade. This card, there's still 12 days left on all of these auctions that I'm going to be talking about. Minimum bid of $250,000, already at $310,000. I think the most likely price range for this card is anywhere from $650,000 to $750,000, though. I would say there's an outside chance of this card hitting a million if enough, if Ken Golden can get enough big fish interested in it that a um, sort of a bidding war is creative, created. This could be the first million dollar soccer card we will see. And then next card, this is a card I'm super super excited to finally see hit the open market because we haven't seen one hit it in a long time. Is the 2004 Panini Sports number 71 Messi Mega Cracks rookie PSA 10? I believe there are only 38 of these in existence, and you've seen the Ronaldo sell at around $240,000. I think this Messi is probably going to sell between on the low end $325,000 all the way up to around half a million dollars. It's already at $190,000 with 13 bids. So it shows that demand is really there for this card. This is the card to have to invest slash collect in Messi. 
This is his main rookie, the rarest one, the hardest grade, all of that. And I think this is going to be like the standard bear for the soccer card hobby. And it makes sense because more Messi has consistently outsold Ronaldo just in like their comparable cards by like 40 to 50%. So you would expect this card to sell for around the $400,000 range based on that. But we will see what happens here too. I'm really excited to track this one over the course of the next 12 days or so and see where this card ends up that. And I think this is kind of a bellwether card for the state of the messy rookie card market. So if this falls flat and sells for like less than $300,000, I would say that it's not a good sign. But if this is approaching or even eclipsing $500,000, be ready for some movement on his other rookie cards. Next one, speak of the devil, you have a, Complete set, Ronaldo 2003 Mega Crack set with the PSA 10 of the number 137 rookie, his main rookie. This card in the past has been, again, selling for around $240,000 or so. I expect this to sell, set as a whole to sell maybe a bit more because it's a full set and you have some other stuff in there. But I would say still this is probably a $260,000 sale. But we will see, though, if Portugal, you know, if Ronaldo scores a hat trick or something in both of Portugal's first two Euro games, I, I could see this getting a big jump because of that. But it's just it's hard to track that with the really high end stuff, like how much in-game performance affects the card prices for especially for someone who's already an established one of the all time greats like Ronaldo. I don't know how much movement that would lead to. Yeah. Next card, and this is, I think, an awesome card to see in uh, Golden Auctions. The 1992 SI for Kids Mia Ham rookie card in a PSA 10. Super tough grade. There are barely any of these in existence. As you can see, interest is she's the greatest probably woman soccer player ever, at least the greatest American woman soccer player ever. Minimum bid of $2,500, already at $8,500, nine bids on it. This is going to be a fun one to track, and it's. I think it's if we see a high sales price from this card, which I think is pretty likely, I think that's going to start directing some juice at the American women's soccer market, as there should be, because Americans women's soccer is the best in the world year after year after year, and there's some fantastic players that have recently retired or or are their careers on the downswing, like Alex Morgan and Carly Lloyd. And then you have players like Sam Mewis, uh, Rose Lavelle, who are really starting to establish their dominance and establish their position as stars on the world stage, not just in the women's game, but just in the sport overall. So I think this is this car could really see some attention flow towards the, the women's soccer card market, which would be really cool to see. Then the last card I want to talk about, and this is to wrap up the show this week, uh, the Mbappe 2016 Panini Foot Rookie Sticker PSA 10. Again, this card's been selling in the $20,000 range, $20,000, $25,000 range or so. If France does really well in their first two games and Mbappe has a brace, two braces, a couple goals, something like that, 
I think we could see a bit of a price jump on this card because people are going to speculate, oh, France is going to go win the Euros now too, and Mbappe will have a World Cup and a Euro under his belt, and that should definitely lead to some movement on this card. So this will be an interesting one to track as we follow what France does in this tournament and and what uh, Mbappe does in this tournament. Yeah, that's going to be it for this week. Thank you all for watching. As always, like, comment, subscribe. DM me if you want to talk cards, soccer, anything like that at Premier Soccer Investing. Thanks for watching and peace.